No one wants to hear from a self-aware narcissist. Now you might be watching this and be like, wait a second, what are you talking about? Like you've got like 13,000 people on your YouTube. You've got like 75,000 people on TikTok. You've got like 27,000 or whatever on Instagram at the time of this recording. Like what are you talking about? No one wants to hear about a self-aware narcissist talking about themselves in the aspect of mental health, in the aspect of the struggles that they have. What they want to hear is, what did my ex do? What they want to hear is validation on what happened. What they want to hear is understanding and having closure. That's what I give to people a lot of times. I give that to them in one-on-ones and live events and these videos of trying to help people understand the awareness of what narcissism really is, of what it does to people, of how it destroys lives, of how it impacts families, of how it disintegrates cultures, of how it's very, very, very destructive. But in communicating all that, a lot of times it's really hard not just saying it and not just being vulnerable because remember those things are like anti-narcissistic, but sometimes the fact of like just living it. On a day-to-day basis, like trying to figure out, trying to sort through this shit in my head so that I could come here and I could say, hey, this is me. And this is what we're talking about today. Narcissists seem to seem to have like a monster inside. You've heard it. You've seen it. You've seen it rage. You've seen it pop up. You've seen the, the demonic eyes that go all black when like life goes crazy, when they're in the middle of an argument, in the middle of a rage. Well... I'm not always like put together. You know, I'm not always this calm person that flows and has all these great words that just like mesh together. Sometimes I'm a mess. Sometimes I'm not doing so great. Sometimes I'm angry. Sometimes I'm upset. Sometimes I'm sad. It's all these different things. And especially like on my journey of being self-aware, on my journey of learning about emotions, learning, like learning that emotions aren't bad. (laughs) Like that's something I learned like, I don't know, at this point, like probably like six months ago, eight months ago of just the realization of like emotions aren't bad. And I was like, what? Like when my therapist said that, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, of course they are. Like there's good emotions, there's bad emotions. He's like, no, like your emotions are your emotions. Like it's okay. Like it's allowed to, you're allowed to have those emotions. And for me, there's like an acceptance period of like, okay, like, I guess I can actually feel this. I'm allowed to, like, there is a huge wall and built up in a lot of aspects of my life that I didn't want to have those emotions. So people sometimes ask, like, how do you connect with people? Like, what's going on? Like, how do you, do you even have emotions? Do you have feelings? And I'm like, yeah, like, I have emotions. I have feelings. Like, I have feelings when people attack me, you know, on social media. I have feelings when, you know, my daughter's screaming at the top of her lungs and it's like annoying me. You know, I have emotions when, you know, my wife and I get into an argument and I'm like, wait a second, like this doesn't make sense. Like there's a lot of different emotions that go through my head on like a day-to-day basis. But what I was talking about originally, like narcissism, oftentimes you see that monster. You see that monster inside. And I was reading a book today uh, and I'll share it sometime on here, but I was reading a book today and was going through different sections of it and was going through different sections about narcissism, um, psychopath, sociopath, all that kind of stuff. And as I was reading, I was like, this hits home. I was starting to get into it and I was like, this is getting way too deep. 
way too close for me and I had to put it down for a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to keep reading it, but I had to put it down for a little bit because of the fact that I was like, this is showing me who I've been. This is showing me what I've struggled with. This is showing me how I've manipulated. This is showing me what I've done. And like peeling that off and like revealing that it's been super hard. It's been super hard. Working through everything that I've done, you know, some people like a popular question people get asked that people ask me is, you know, have you gone back? Have you apologized to people? Have you talked to the people? Like, what are their thoughts on this? And, um, the majority of them have done what they're supposed to do with a narcissist. And because that's who I was a very, very toxic person, narcissist in their life, still narcissist, still working through it. But that toxicity they have, they did what they're supposed to do. They blocked majority of people that I'd ever been with have me blocked and so there's no way to contact them uh, there's a couple that I have apologized to there's a couple that made amends to the best of the ability but there's also no contact there it's completely blocked it's completely cut off kind of a thing um, and in dealing with that you know it's one thing to be able to sit here and be able to say hey this is what I've done like that's hard that's hard to be able to sit with it and be able to acknowledge hey this is what I've done the other part that's really hard is being to acknowledge, like, this is what I've caused. It's almost like the idea of, like, hey, like, I, like, this person's damaged because of me. It's another thing to be able to say, I caused that damage. It's almost like the difference between acknowledging someone's hurt and acknowledging that I'm the one that hurt them. Because as a narcissist, I don't want to admit those things. I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. I don't want to admit that I've hurt people. I don't want to admit that I've been that monster. That I've been that person that has destroyed families, that has destroyed lives, that has hurt and hurt people time and time again. And I've done that in my actions done that in my words. And I've done that time and time again. And I'm on this platform to bring awareness about narcissism. And sometimes I come onto this platform and I'm like, this is my therapy. Like I'm like getting it out. I'm saying like, hey, this is who Ben is in this moment, like struggling or a mess or a monster. And that's tough to hold on to. And that's tough to work through. There's other times I come on here and I'm like, hey, like I'm put together, like I'm on fire, like we're talking, we're going. Every day has its struggles. Every day has ups and downs. And one of the things that I've been committing to over the past month and working with different people and one-on-ones and talking to people and talking to coaches and talking to people that are trying to look at me and trying to say, hey, how can I continue to grow? How can I continue to change? As I sit down with my therapist every single week and start to put in the hard work of like, hey, I don't want to be vulnerable. How do I be vulnerable? And that's a huge aspect that is struggling, is hard. It's one thing to come onto the platform and be honest. Hey, I'm Ben Taylor. I'm a narcissist. This is what I've done. It's another thing to be vulnerable of like, hey, I'm Ben Taylor. I'm a narcissist. This is what I've done. These are the things I've done. This is how I've hurt people. This is how I've manipulated. Like this has been me on a consistent basis for the majority of my life. Like starting to unpack and like reveal the shit, that's hard. For me, there's a period of time 
probably about a month or so ago that I really started feeling the impression, feeling the thought of vulnerability even more. And it's the idea of like understanding and acknowledging what vulnerability is and how it needs to play into my life means that I need to accept that vulnerability in order to change and in order to grow. Because vulnerability is really just admitting the truth, is being honest. And then it's like opening up and saying like, hey, I don't have it all together. You know, sometimes I'll tell people, even on one-on-ones, be like, I don't have all the answers. You know, I, I said this a lot when I worked um, back with Chick-fil-A for a while. I'd sell, tell people, I don't have all the answers, but I can tell you the wrong way to do it. And we can work to find a solution the opposite way. I don't have all the answers, but I've done it the wrong way a lot of times. I can show you how not to do it, and we can start building a progress, building a place from there to leap off, to find the best way to move forward. And that's what I try to do with people every day on one-on-ones. So I meet with people every single day, a lot of times starting at 5 a.m. in the morning, so I can talk to people in the UK, in Norway, in Sweden, Australia, all over the globe, to be able to talk to them about narcissism and to try to bring awareness about this about this shit and the stuff that comes into people's lives and destroys them. And my goal in this platform is to talk to people, to bring about that awareness, to bring about healing, growth, and change. And I do that when I talk to people. I talk to people who have been in narcissistic, abusive relationships and they're trying to get out or they just got out and they're like, what do I do? I'm like, hey, let's work through the trauma bond. Let's figure out how to detox you from the narcissist and let's get you to a place where you understand who you are and the direction you're going. Sometimes I talk to narcissists, not very often because a lot of times they don't come back. Typically, like their ex sent them a video and now they come talk to me and they're like, am I actually a narcissist? And I'm like, yes or no. Or like, I'm like, hey, like you have all these traits. Like it seems like something's going on there. And we start diving into it a little bit. Like I said, most of them don't come back because narcissists don't want to get called out. Sometimes I talk to couples uh, that are in that narcissistic relationship. So I can try to either call out, identify, or just help them kind of like cope through some of the stuff they're going through. I'm not a counselor, not a therapist, I'm not a whatever. I'm just someone who's sharing their story, trying to say, hey, this is what I've done. This is where I'm going. And I'm trying to be able to help people along the way to be able to grow and get health and get into therapy and get change and change your life. Because if you can learn how to change your story, if you can learn how to change your viewpoint, your perception of everything that's going on in your life, there's an opportunity that you can change and grow far beyond what you could ever imagine. That's what I'm on here. Thanks for letting me rant today. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you, try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like, go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.